Cardiac Section 3, 21-23 Aortic Surgery and Anterior Spinal Artery Syndrome Spinal Cord Circulation The spinal cord circulation consists of two posterior spinal arteries, one anterior spinal artery, six to eight radicular arteries. Posterior spinal artery, there's two, so it goes from aorta to subclavian artery to vertebral artery to posterior spinal artery. Then the other one is aorta to segmental arteries to posterior radicular artery to posterior spinal artery. Perfuses the posterior one-third of the spinal cord. Anterior spinal artery, there's only one. It goes from aorta to subclavian artery, vertebral and anterior spinal artery. Then it also goes from aorta to segmental artery to anterior radicular artery into the anterior spinal artery. Perfuse the anterior two-thirds of the spinal cord. The artery of Adam K. Witch, it is the most important radicular artery. It perfuses the anterior spinal cord in the thoracolumbar region. It is most commonly originates on the left side between T11 to T12. In 75% of the population, it originates between T8 to 12, and in another 10%, it arises from L1 to L2. Um, it is critical to understand that the spinal cord is perfused at each segment, but not necessarily along its entire length. Some regions of the cord have only a single blood supply. These are called watershed areas, and they are particularly vulnerable to ischemia. For example, the thoracolumbar region of the anterior spinal cord is highly dependent on the radicular arteries. Interruption of radicular flow can cause ischemia or infarction to the corresponding spinal cord segments. Anterior spinal artery syndrome. An aortic cross clamp placed above the artery of Adamkiewicz can cause ischemia to the lower portion of the anterior spinal cord. This can result in anterior spinal artery syndrome or otherwise known as Beck syndrome. Classic signs and symptoms include flaccid paralysis of lower extremities, bowel and bladder dysfunction, loss of temperature and pain sensation, preserved touch, and proprioception. We tend to generalize that the anterior cord contains motor neurons and the posterior cord contains sensory neurons. While this is enough to get you by in most situations, we need to dig deeper to help you understand the presentation of anterior spinal artery syndrome. So the motor tracts are actually usually the lateral corticospinal tract and the ventral corticospinal tract. The sensory tract includes the lateral spinothalamic tract, ventral spinothalamic tract, tract of lassur, and the dorsal column includes the conatus and the gracilis. The corticospinal tract is perfused by the anterior blood supply. This explains why the anterior, why the patient presents with flaccid paralysis of the lower extremities. The autonomic motor fibers are perfused by the anterior blood supply. This explains why the patient experiences bowel and bladder dysfunction. The spinothalamic tract is perfused by the anterior blood supply. This explains why the patient loses pain and temperature sensation. The dorsal column is perfused by the posterior blood supply. This explains why touch and proprioception are spread in this patient. I spared in this patient. Anesthetic consideration for aortic surgery. Thoracic cross clamp times greater than 30 minutes pose a significant risk for cord ischemia and protective strategies should be employed. Spinal cord protection strategies include moderate hypothermia 30 to 32 degrees Celsius to reduce cord oxygen consumption, 
CSF drainage, spinal cord perfusion is dependent on the pressure gradient between anterior spinal artery and CSF pressure. So a CSF drain will reduce CSF pressure and increase the pressure gradient. Proximal hypertension during cross clamping, MAP 100 mmHg. Avoidance of hyperglycemia, SSEP and MEP monitoring. Recall that SSEP will only monitor the posterior cord and MEP may be useless if neuromuscular blockers are used. Partial cardiopulmonary bypass, left atrium um, to femoral artery, drugs, corticosteroids, calcium channel blockers, and or mannitol. There is conflicting data regarding spinal cord ischemia with endovascular repair.